What is up, you guys? You are tuning in to the Health Without Limits podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Prestano, a personal trainer, nutrition coach, teacher, wife, dog mom to two, and mommy to be. Wow, that's weird to say. After too many years of playing it cool and trying to live up to society's standards, I decided it was time to share my voice. I hope that this is a place you will come to share your journey and to feel supported on your way. We'll talk all things health, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, and just some good old girl chat. Thanks for coming along. Let's get going. Hello, and welcome back to the Health Without Limits podcast. I am coming to you live, well, not live when you listen to this, but from the couch. Usually I podcast up in my office, I got a nice desk set up, but I'm doing this on a weeknight and just got home from school. Typical routine is the dogs and I will snuggle in bed for like 15-20 minutes before I take Riggs out for his walk, so this was a compromise. The dogs can snuggle with me over here on the couch and I can still get some things on my to-do list done, so hopefully sound quality is okay, hopefully the dogs behave, nobody knows. But welcome back. This is a solo episode today. I have had the past few episodes with guests on here. If you missed those, highly recommend going back. We had some uh, really good guests come on. We had a dietitian, we had a health coach, um, we had actually a couple health coaches come on, um, mothers, mothers to be, Keith came on. So, kind of the broad spectrum of things. So, I thought today I would just take this one solo and update you guys on how I'm doing, but then also do a little bit of a check-in because by the time you listen to this, we are going to be in the first week of February and want to check in with you guys, see how you're doing on those New Year's intentions that Keith and I chatted about um, at the beginning of January. The dogs are choosing to fight right now, so welcome to my life. All right, I think we're good. I think we broke it up for the next few minutes. Story of my life. But here we are. Um, when this podcast releases, I will be at about 27 weeks. Um, so a little check-in. Like I am headed right towards the third trimester real fast, which is wild to me. I felt like first trimester dragged. Typically just, I mean, I was feeling crappy, but also it was a secret at that point. So it was like, it felt like it was taking forever to get to the point where we could safely tell people. And then it was another however many weeks until we could um, reveal the gender. But now it's like becoming definitely more real as we near the third trimester. But it's funny, like, you know, obviously I'm noticeably showing now and I'm feeling it. Like, I definitely feel bigger. Um, it's harder to get up off the couch or out of bed or like turn over in bed. But honestly, I can't complain. And sometimes I feel a little bit guilty, like when people check in with me because I feel like I'm supposed to be sharing like all these complaints and these struggles that I'm having or when I read like my updates, um, I do like an app and they send me updates each week of like, here's common symptoms that you might be going through right now. I can't really check off those boxes and, you know, knock on wood cause it could change tomorrow. But I kept having this feeling of guilt and like when people would ask me how I'm doing and I say like, I'm good. And they kind of look at you like, are you really good? And you're like, no, really I am. And I kind of felt guilty and then I'm like, you know what? That's not something to feel guilty about. And honestly, for how I feel up until this point, I'm attributing a lot of that to my movement and to my food choices. 
oh my god you guys Wrigley is literally have himself on the coffee table right now because he thinks he's a cat and he can't figure out how he got up there and how he's going to get down natural consequence anyways um what was I saying I attribute a lot of it to my movement and my eating patterns during pregnancy I have really committed to making movement a part of my daily routine, whether that is a full workout like a lift or it's just a hop on the bike for 20 minutes or a 20 minute yoga flow or a walk with rigs. I have committed myself to moving every day simply because I know that I'll feel better after. I'm not as stiff. I'm not as crampy. My digestion's better. And then mentally, it just kind of clears my head and I, I need that. And then as far as my nutritional choices, I'm just making sure that I'm eating enough, but I'm pairing the right foods together for me. So typically it's a protein and a carb or um, like a fat and a protein, that kind of thing. Like just to make sure that I'm getting enough fuel throughout the day and energizing myself. And I would say that that's probably the main reason why I've felt pretty good up until this point. And of course, that's probably going to change a little bit or a lot. Who knows? Um, but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing for as long as I can. And like, honestly, even just to hear that, like when I said, I don't know what's to come, I definitely find myself having that worry of the unknown in like a couple of ways. So the unknown of like, am I going to hit a point where I start feeling like crap or the unknown of birth? Like it depends. And I think I've talked about this in other episodes before where like, I appreciate everybody wanting to support me and relate to me and share information with me but sometimes the way that that comes off is um a little scary I guess like when people say oh you just wait until the last few weeks or you just wait until you can't sleep or you just wait until the pain of childbirth or you just wait until all the hours of sleep you miss out like I know they mean well but I kind of struggle with the delivery and it definitely makes makes me anxious because, I mean, I don't know, what do you think when you hear those things? Like, doesn't that make you kind of anxious? So personally, the, one of my New Year's intentions, as I shared with you guys, was to stay present and not worry so much about what's to come that I miss what's happening right now. And that's been the hardest one for me, for sure, as we get closer and closer to the due date, which kind of brings me to today's episode, checking in, checking in on your New Year's intentions, how you're doing. And I'm going to be honest with you guys about how I'm doing. So we're about one month in. If you guys listened to our New Year's intentions episode, Keith and I chatted about our own viewpoints on New Year's intentions versus New Year's goals and why we choose to set intentions versus goals basically kind of cliff notes version intentions are something that's ongoing they build upon the strengths that you have and it it doesn't have like a stopping point like a goal might it's more of like your um i don't know why mantra keeps coming to mind that's not what i want but it's more about based about like who you are and who you want to be and whereas like a goal typically has an ending point i want to lose 15 pounds 
well, what happens after you lose those 15 pounds? There's an end point there. Sorry, that's Wrigley hopping like a cat. <laughs> um, we stick more so to intentions, and we shared in that episode a few of our intentions going into this year. So go on back to that episode if you have not listened to it yet. But if you have listened to it, I'm wondering how you guys are doing and how you're holding up. You know, have you held yourself accountable? And I think this is huge because a lot of times we have the best intentions. We say we're going to do all these things. We say we're going to stick to it. We feel the adrenaline rush. We feel all the hype that comes with January. And then we forget to put in place the accountability. We forget to put in place the daily actions. And well, all of a sudden we get to February and we realize that we didn't really do anything to move ourselves closer to that goal. It just sounded good at the time. So did you set up those daily practices? Did you really reflect and say to yourself, what do I need to do every day to get to the point that I'm trying to get to? And if you did, obviously know that it's been one month. So you're you're not going to feel like you made all these leaps and bounds. But do a check-in with yourself. Like, how are you feeling? Maybe you'll notice that you've actually made progress when all along you thought you weren't making any. So it could be, you know, little things like your energy changed throughout the day. Your um, self-talk has become more positive. You've devoted five minutes a day to self-care. Or you find yourself um, less irritable in conversations with your significant other. Like whatever your intention was, really nitpick and, and look over the last month. And I bet if you set up those daily actions and held yourself accountable, there are at least small changes. And those are victories that you should be celebrating. Those are things you should be building upon as we move into a new month and using in your favor in order to keep going. Because like you heard us say in the last episode, This is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And then the last question for you is, have you reflected? Which is what I just talked you through right there. So did you hold yourself accountable? Did you set up those daily actions? And have you reflected? Because each of those things is going to be vital into actually making anything happen when it comes to your New Year's intentions. So I thought I'd walk you guys through kind of my own little three-step process here with that example I just gave you of staying present and not trying to worry about what's ahead. So did I hold myself accountable? And I would say this one was 50-50 for me. Um, I would say I held myself accountable on a weekly basis but I didn't hold myself accountable on a daily basis. So I made sure that at least once a week I was checking in with myself, but then usually those check-ins I also included Keith on because I'm just the type of person that when I kind of talk all my feelings out like I'm doing right now, uh, it helps me a lot with accountability and just like next steps. So definitely could improve upon doing it more often, but definitely a step in the right direction by holding myself accountable on a weekly basis. Did I set up daily practices? Yes. So I set up for myself um, a few different daily practices. One, I decided that when I come home from school, rather than like jumping right into the next thing. So usually 
before this was unload my bag, do all my dishes, get everything ready for the next day as far as like coffee and lunch, get Wrigley out for a walk, get dinner made, like jump on my next to-do list. I told myself that I was going to still unpack my bag, unpack my dishes, but then go lay upstairs in our big comfy bed with the dogs for like 15-20 minutes before I take Riggs out for a walk. And I'm happy to say that I have stuck to that plan. And it has felt so good to just decompress for those 15-20 minutes. Typically that's when the baby starts kicking because she's glad that I'm like chilling out for a minute and then Riggs and I get out for our walk after that. Um, Another action that I intended to implement was journaling. And it's something that definitely this past month I've been doing, but not as often as I would like to be doing. Um, so I'm that's something that actually as I'm like talking out loud right now, I think I want that to be my, uh, like, I guess, habit or action that I want to really hone in on in February. Um, journaling was kind of an easier thing for me to implement when I was working from home, you know, from March to August, because I had a little bit more flexibility, you know, I was working from home, I didn't have to do the commute and spend as much time getting ready. So I had time in the morning to journal, which is when I prefer to journal. And now my mornings just don't look the same. So I think for me, it's just going to be being a little bit more flexible. And maybe that means on weeknights, I'm journaling rather than mornings. And on weekends, I'm plugging it in in the morning. So not so bad for my daily practices, but definitely could do better. And then have I reflected? Yes, I just did it right now. And honestly, like I said, on a weekly basis, I typically reflect with Keith and kind of get it all out there too, because it helps me digest my thoughts. But also like (laughs) it it forces you to tell the truth. You're not going to lie to your significant other about how you've been doing with things. You can't really hide from it. So I kind of like to speak it out loud with him. So as you guys can hear just from my own reflection, I'm not perfect. And I hope that you guys can hear that. I hope that when you do your reflections, you know, you're finding some of the same, like, hey, I did really well with this this month, but I could work on this for next month. That is so great, especially for month one of the new year that, okay, here were my strengths this month. I actually did commit to this and I did do things to move me in the right direction. But now what's next? I can actually add a little bit more now. I can handle a little bit more now. And we build from there and each month it gets better to a point where you're you're consistently doing these things and they are consistently a part of just you and your daily practice that you don't necessarily even have to think about it anymore. That's what an intention is. It just becomes a part of you. So if we look back, you know, what are some of the reasons that maybe you didn't stick to your intention at all or, um, you know, you struggled to really consistently follow through with it? You were kind of like sporadic with it. I would say one of the biggest reasons I see is that we're not specific enough. We don't hone in on it enough of what we want, and then we don't connect it to a why. So like if we take it back to my example, when I say I want to be present, that's pretty broad, right? 
So I had to make it a little bit more specific. Like I want to be present in my pregnancy rather than fearing what's to come next because a, this time's going to go by fast. It's an amazing journey and I'm not going to experience it in this way again. And B, I don't want to already predict and um, create like a false reality for my baby before she's even gotten here. So see what I mean? Like we have to get specific and we have to connect it to a why. And the why has to be important enough that you actually care. Because if it's just something like, well, you know, why? Because I just want to feel better. I just want to be happy. That's probably not motivating enough for you to keep going, especially on the days that it gets hard. Another reason that you may have struggled is that you didn't set those daily actions. So maybe we're just going to keep using my example. But when I say that I want to be more present instead of fearing what's to come. But if I hadn't set the daily actions of changing up my afternoon routine, implementing some journaling time, well, then how could I expect anything to change if I just keep doing what I'm doing, right? Another reason um, that I'm actually just going to combine a couple of these here, that you didn't make it enjoyable and you felt restricted so it didn't fit your lifestyle. So if I bring this to more of a nutrition or an exercise intention, because typically that's where you see this. Let's say you said I'm going to exercise or my intention is that I want to have a healthier body that I feel good in, that I feel energized in, and that um, like I have the stamina endurance to keep up with my day. And your daily actions were, okay, well, I'm going to exercise five times a week. I'm going to do 60 minutes of strength training, and I'm going to run three miles every other day. But you forgot the part where you hate running, and you felt like those 60 minutes a day were taking up too much of your time and that it didn't fit into your already busy lifestyle. Well, that's not setting you up for success because if you don't enjoy something and it doesn't fit in your lifestyle, it becomes something you dread and it becomes something that stresses you out rather than doing the opposite of what you intended to do. And just because it worked for Cindy Lou Who over on Instagram to work out 60 minutes a day and run three miles, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And it also doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you that you're not doing it that way. So I would encourage you if you had an intention like that to really reflect on, okay, what are the types of movements that I do enjoy? How much time do I have for them? And how can I fit them in my current lifestyle? Same thing with like if you had something related to nutrition. I'm going to um, eat more whole foods and make nutritional choices that are consistent, that are non-restrictive, and that make me feel good. But then if your daily actions were like, well, I'm going to have smoothies, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and not go out to eat anymore, that's probably not something that you're going to stick to, right? So those are more glaringly obvious examples, but simply asking yourself, am I enjoying what I'm doing? And do I feel like it fits my lifestyle or do I feel like I'm restricted with it? And then tweaking and adjusting so that it does become something that you enjoy and it does become something that fits your lifestyle without being a huge stressor. Um, And then my last reason that you might not have stuck 
to it is that accountability that we talked about at the beginning. So what did you do to hold yourself accountable? Did you make those daily actions? And if you did, what are you doing to hold yourself accountable to actually fulfilling those daily actions? Whether that is like a visual that you check off every day, a reminder in your phone, a reward to yourself, a check-in with a friend or a family member or a significant other. What did you do to make sure that you stuck to it? And what did you do to make sure that you reflected upon it? So like, quite honestly, for me, this podcast episode is my accountability for reflection because I'm being totally open and honest with you guys about here's what I wanted to work on, here's how I did, and here's what I'm going to do next. That's accountability and that is that positive motivation that I need to keep going. But now what, right? Like you listen to all these tips, you listen to me reflect and it's like, okay, so now what do I do? Maybe you're feeling like you totally dropped the ball. Maybe you feel like you don't know where to go next. You have to have that honest conversation with yourself about how you honestly did. And if you didn't fulfill your end of the bargain, you don't have to make up excuses. You know, well, I didn't do it because of this and this and this and this was going on and work was busy. Just leave it as it is. I didn't do it. Be totally honest with yourself. Don't make an excuse for it. Just put it out there. And then what do I need to change so that I do it? So like I said, all of those reasons that you might not have stuck to it, go back and ask yourself those things. You know, was I restricted? Was I enjoying it? Does it fit my lifestyle? Did I set daily actions? Did I make a specific enough intention? Did I connect it to a why? And lastly, was it the right intention for me? Or do I need to make some adjustments? A lot of times we find, you know, January 1st, we have all these high expectations for ourselves, but we also see the goals or the resolutions that other people are setting for themselves and they become kind of trendy, I guess you could say. And so you set it for yourself and then you kind of reflect back later and you're like, well, why did I even do that? I actually don't care about that. So check in with yourself, have that honest conversation and set yourself up so that February is a month that you just continue to make more progress and it's not a month where you just fall off the bandwagon again and that's it for 2021. I know for me, just sharing with you guys my one intention and my one reflection, it definitely motivates me to hold myself accountable to that journaling and also just continuing to challenge myself to feel to feel present and to the word I'm looking for. Um, Not disregard, but kind of counter those thoughts of fear that I've been having with the unknown with positives. Um, So like I said, for me personally, I'm going to be working on more consistent journaling throughout this next month. And like I said just now, countering the fear with a positive. So this was something I started, I would say, over this last week or so. Like when I found myself getting anxious about birth or postpartum um, or anything like that, I countered it with like a, but here's what I'm looking forward to instead, you know, and here's like a positive thing that could come out of birth or here's a positive thing that can come out of um, postpartum that I'm looking forward to that I can't experience right now. 
And that's something I want to continue to stick to because it just slowly over time kind of chips away at that fear and replaces it with um, positive thinking. And quite honestly, at this point, like, that's not natural for me. And it doesn't necessarily, like, make, it doesn't necessarily feel natural for me to do that right now to counter with a positive, but I know that the more consistently I do it, that over time that actually will become my more natural mindset. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I would definitely encourage you guys, you know, as you do your reflecting after this episode today to reach out to me. Like, I'm happy to kind of talk you through like whatever your intention is, whether it's exercise or nutrition related or not. You can use me as your accountability. Tell me what it is. Tell me what your daily actions are. Or if you're feeling like, you know what, I know January didn't go well, but I don't know why, reach out to me. Like, we are all in the same boat here, and that's why I like doing this podcast, because we can create a community and we can support one another with just bettering ourselves, because that's what health is. Health is not just an outward physical appearance. It's so many more things. So... That's kind of my long-winded rant to just say, reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll do these check-ins a little bit more often. Maybe we'll do one again at the beginning of March and kind of see how we're doing. And then maybe it'll hold me accountable for postpartum too to keep going with this intention. So hope you guys enjoyed this one. Hopefully that you guys can have some good, honest reflections and good steps moving forward into this new month. And I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Health Without Limits podcast. You guys know that I appreciate your support more than anything and really love having this outlet to just share my voice too. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media so that we can connect. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Both of those will be in the notes section of this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one.